it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh, man, I love that guy. For the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the melting pack here on the Next Level Network. Today, we got some stuff going on. You might hear some new noises in the background because, well, I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, I will talk about how I'm a hypocrite now. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, we'll lead with that, I guess. Uh, we have a question on your bad delivery experiences because we had one not too long ago. I mentioned it last week that I wanted to make that a question for everybody, and I got some good stories. So we're going to talk about those. We have a new song from our friends, the Band of Heathens, and a little bit of sports things about teams changing their name and i think that will be all uh let's see oh i do have a fun fact for you at the end of the show that i learned uh the other day and a little bit of flora's lava on netflix so is that all the stuff did i get it all in the thing i think so maybe i don't know uh we'll see we'll see as we go along here and i may at some point be interrupted i'm waiting for somebody to call so if that happens well i'll just hit pause i'll take the thing and then we'll take care of business all right all right. So, oh, all right. The noise that you may hear. So I got a Next fan the other day. Well, it came uh, yesterday. So today's the first day I get to use it because uh, Ben Beck, our fearless leader, he uh, he put up like, hey, this thing is really great. It's great on my desk. It's uh, it's really helpful. So I don't have to run my, uh, my big AC. So I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. I don't have AC down here in the studio. I don't even have a window. I have two doors. Uh, one of them is not being opened. The other one is uh, mostly closed because uh, also I keep saying I get echo in here. It's not echo. It's reverb. I've been using the wrong word. My bad for anybody uh, <laughs> who that was bothering. I don't know. I just thought about it. So there you go. So I figured, hey, you know what? It gets pretty hot down here. It gets kind of gross. And so I decided let's go for this thing. It was like 40 bucks on Amazon. And so far, so great. I'm enjoying it. I had it hooked up for like two minutes and it was already noticeably cooler in this room. So, uh, yeah, noticeably. Did you say that correctly, Pat? I don't know. Don't even know. Uh, it'll be fine. So, yeah, thank you, Ben, for the suggestion, for the endorsement. Uh, so far, one day in, or a couple hours in, I should say, uh, my review is overwhelmingly positive. So there, it was really easy to set up. So there you go. Get one, I guess, if you need a, I don't know, a little cooling apparatus for a small room. All right, so you may hear that noise. Uh, it is currently on high. I could turn it down, I guess, but uh, I don't want to. So if there's extra noise in the background, nice little... That's my next fan, keeping me cool so I don't, you know, sweat to death in here. 
All right. Not that I do. But anyway, that's there you go. All right, Pat, get to the rest of the show. You're right. We got a lot going on. So I am a hypocrite because uh, I have started streaming on Twitch. And I know several months ago, maybe a year ago at this point, maybe two. I'm not sure when it was. I probably should have looked that up to play the clip for you. Um, I did a segment on this show and I talked about how I didn't understand how people can just sit there and watch people play video games. Didn't make any sense to me unless uh, you were getting some kind of help or a guide or or it's a demo or something like that. Um, I didn't get it. And then uh, my buddies over at Almost Better Than Silence were doing some streaming and uh, I sat down and I watched it for a little while and you know what? It's actually not bad. So uh, I have a new PC, as you know. And on this new PC, I can play some games that I could not play on my old laptop. And so I decided, well, let's try this. I can maybe, uh, and I hate this word, as you know, create more content for the Melting Pat, for the brand. Oh, God, I hate myself. Um, so so I decided, hey, I could use this as kind of a, a supplement to the show where, um, hey, also, you can listen to me hang out and, and listen to me be re- watch me be really bad at video games and we'll chat about stuff and you can tell me about the game or tell me about what's going on. We'll talk about it, ask me questions. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is, uh, but I will be streaming Saturdays and Sundays at noon Eastern for now. That's the plan. So I think today will be GTA Vice City. So I will do that one tomorrow, maybe uh, Guacamelee 2, which I haven't played yet. So that's going to be fun. Um, actually, you know what? I never finished the first one. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, it's really fun. It's difficult. But, uh, well, if the second one, anyway, not the point. The point is... Yes, I'm a hypocrite, and also twitch.tv slash TheMeltingPat. Do the thing. Follow me on there if you want or not. You know, do whatever you want. Um, I may also, from time to time, stream the show on there. I used to do it on YouTube, but they changed the way that they do it. And also, I'm on YouTube still for taking down one of my videos and not explaining why. Um, And I also may try to write some music on there. I'm going to try to play some music and try to... um, I want to learn how to play the keyboard, the piano... And we have one here in the house. I just haven't uh, picked it up and dusted it off and tried it out. So uh, I may try that. I'll use my channel for that, too. So I don't know. Come on by or don't. Just another avenue for me to for me to bother you. That's really what it is. Uh, and also, you can make fun of me for being really bad at a lot of video games. So there you go. I'll do that today at noon again, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And tomorrow, I believe, will be Guacamelee 2. So there you go. Also, next month, I'll be doing the Tony Hawk demo which I am very excited to play. So there you go. Something to look forward to, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Do the thing. Or not. Do whatever you want. Uh, but yes, I'm a hypocrite. And uh, and there you go. So, yeah. All right. So uh, I mentioned last week. Yeah, we are rolling right along here. Uh, I mentioned last week that I had a story of a bad delivery. I was mad at Grubhub and a certain restaurant that I was going to save it to make it a question. So I did. So I asked you guys's. What is your, uh, give me your best or worst food delivery horror story? We got a bunch here. Uh, let's see. Droford said, uh, the horror story I have is that I live so far out in the middle of nowhere that no one will deliver food to me. Really? Like, no one at all? I don't know. I feel like a couple years ago before, like, Uber Eats or Postmates, although maybe that's a West Coast thing and you're not out there. If you're not there, I don't know. Um, you know, DoorDash is kind of newer. I feel like now places will go like you'll have to pay a lot like uber eats is really expensive so you have to pay a lot but i don't know you know what i don't know where he lives where they live i don't know so i don't know what their what the situation is over there but i would think that now would be a little easier but maybe not maybe i'm wrong what do i know not much there you go 
the dastardly one says, I feel like I would re- we would regularly smoke weed with the pizza delivery guy at one point. Well, there you go. See, that's a good story. You hang out, you get the pizza, and you get to, I don't know, make a new friend, I guess. Or not. Maybe you don't make a friend. I don't know how smoking weed works. I don't know. I'm not in that culture, man. Also, I don't like to smoke. So there you go. Lockjaw says, never had food delivered in my life. Really? Huh. Interesting. Well, you're a better person than me. I guess. You're less lazy than I am. How about that? Only when younger, when I was younger and parents ordered food or when at somebody else's house or work and just being part of the order. There you go. Uh, in which case, I can't think of any horror stories. But I do have a story, though. One time we were out of town working on an event, some award show, I believe, and we were told that they were going to feed us. All right, that's exciting. When you go to a big job and you're like, hey, are we going to get fed? And somebody's like, yeah. So like that is exciting. Uh, So eventually we all go down to the green room where there's a single tiny vegetable plate. There are like eight or so people on the crew. We're all wondering when the food is coming. So we ask one of the building staff about the food and they just look shocked and ask, oh, you want more food? <laughs> After much running around, they uh, they come back and say that they aren't feeding us. So we all go walk to a nearby mall for food. Then we get back and someone comes and is all, hey, your food is ready. And then apparently the hosts of the show were mad because we ate their vegetable plate. So there's a lot in there. All right. First of all, you got played because somebody said we're going to feed you and then didn't feed you. And then they were shocked that eight adults would not be satisfied, satiated, is that the word, um, with a little vegetable plate. And then apparently you weren't supposed to eat that. But the twist here is that someone came up to them and said, hey, your food is ready. Meaning either the vegetable plate was out and ready for them, ready to be eaten, and that was for you. Or someone else had gotten food delivered or made or whatever, and it was ready after you'd already gone to the mall. I don't know. That's a weird story. Thank you, Lockjaw. That is, uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. And the host being mad because he ate their plate. Well, who, like, who told them, who told you that it was for you who didn't tell you that it wasn't, I guess? I don't know. I, that didn't make any sense. But there you go. Neither does when people say they're going to feed you and they don't feed you. It's pretty messed up. So there it is. Brandon says, biggest tip I ever got delivering pizza was to a weird backwoods house that was being built slash destroyed by a bunch of guys with construction equipment, all seemingly drunk, with a massive bonfire going in the back. It was like a $75 bill and tipped that much as well. Damn! That is fantastic. That is a good, uh, that's a good story. Thank you, Brendan. Man, I can't even imagine walking into that scene. Because you gotta figure, alright, these guys ordered a lot of food, and they all seem to be hammered, so maybe they're not gonna tip. And then, boom, they tip you as much as your the order was? That's awesome. Oh, man, good stuff. Eric says, from Uber Eats... I received a bag with utensils and condiments. Nothing from my order made the bag. My drink came, though, and their support wasn't helpful. So in that case, Eric, uh, first of all, that sucks. Uh, Second of all, two things could have gone wrong there. Number one, the people who made the order, wherever you ordered from, they put all the stuff in one bag. Maybe there were two bags. One, because usually, all right, I order food a lot. Okay, that's why I got the spare tire going. But uh, (laughs) what usually happens is, like, the food will be in one bag, and the condiments and utensils will be in another bag. So my thought is that the people made the food correctly, put it out together, and your driver just grabbed the one bag, and no one told them, hey, there's another bag. Or, this is the more fun one, 
the driver did grab both bags and took all your food. I think those are the two options there. Or, you know, the people at the restaurant didn't put your food out and just put out the utensils for whatever reason. I guess that's option three. Uh, but the second option leans us right into Izzy's story, who says, My parents, who never used Grubhub before, finally try it. The driver stole their food. God damn it. That's awful. It's not unheard of, and unfortunately. But, man, like, what kind of a scumbag do you have to be? when you? I feel like I should have gotten a delivery driver on the show for this. Damn it. Oh, and I just thought of who would be and who would have been perfect to tell a story, but that's ah, fine. Uh, maybe next time I'll get a delivery. You know what? Let me know. Everywhere at the Melting Pad, if you're a driver, a delivery driver, um, I would like to know how tempted you are to steal the food. Can we do that? That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, the first time you try it, like, oh, let's try it out. We'll order from wherever. And then somehow, like, how do you find out that the driver took the food? Right? Did they just mark that they delivered it? Because that happens sometimes. They will. The driver will not pick up the food. It happened to Jill once, like two years ago. Actually, it might be like four years ago now. But uh, yeah, she ordered from somewhere, and she waited like an hour and a half, and just waiting. She's starving, and she called the place, and they were like, "Yeah, the driver said it was delivered, but the restaurant said, hey, your food's been sitting here for like an hour.'" So the driver said uh <laughs> driver was like yeah i delivered it boom and just never went to get it so that can happen too uh, or the driver can just say boom delivered done and you enjoy your you know meal from chick-fil-a or wherever so that is uh that's bad and would turn me off from ordering from places like that like if somebody just legit took my food like that's not don't do that drivers don't steal the food like you can order your own stuff you're allowed to do that and i think there's a way that you can get paid to deliver your own food to yourself. I think that's a thing, right? Like get your own tip or whatever. I forget. Um, I really want to talk to a driver now. Damn. Ah, oh, well. Um, do we have another one? No, that was the last one from, uh, from you. Thank you very much, everybody, for weighing in. And the reason that I bring this up is because a couple days ago, or it might have been a couple weeks ago now, we ordered on Grubhub. I'm just going to say the restaurant. I don't care. From Burger King, and we ordered two double Whopper meals. So the meals come with, you know, large fry and a large drink. So we ordered two double Whoppers, Dr. Peppers, and Hershey Pies. So we're like, hey, I want Hershey Pies. They're delicious. Are they good for me? No, but I love them. So we were specific. Like we have, you know, we have our preferences for our burgers, right? One was no ketchup, no pickle. One was no onion, no pickle, no lettuce, right? So those were that was the order, and I was like, okay, like we've had success with them before, and you know it hasn't been perfect. Like their success rate isn't a hundred percent, but it's higher. It's high enough where I felt okay ordering from them again. So we get our food, and it's two single whoppers with lettuce, ketchup, pickle, and onion on both of them. So somebody goofed, and I was like, all right, that's. I mean, again, not unheard of. Also, we got two Sprites. So I don't know if you know this, but Sprite and Dr. Pepper look nothing alike. And so somebody, the driver, the restaurant, whoever, should have figured that out. Like, hey, this is not what they ordered. And I was like, all right, well, that's annoying. So I called the driver, and uh, he spoke Spanish. And my Spanish is nowhere near good enough to converse. So that's that was out. There was no, uh, no recourse there. So Jill is on the phone with the restaurant. And they, it was a really weird, like, she was like, hey, you have to call the driver, you have to call Grubhub, because uh, the manager was like, yeah, I'm the only one over 18 working right now, and I'm the only one with a car. 
So I'm like, all right, that's out. And she's like, oh, well, you, you know, we can make it for you. You can come pick it up. And we were like, well, we don't have a car. That's why we ordered delivery. Like if I'm ordering delivery from a fast food place, it's because I cannot get there myself. Or I could, but it would take a while, right? So I don't know. I mean, I, I get what she was trying to do. Like, hey, we'll make your food for you. And, you know, whatever, well, you can come get it. But, like, if I'm ordering Grubhub, it's because I'm not that close. So, all right, so that was out. And then I got on the phone with Grubhub, and they said, hey, the driver technically gave you the correct order. And by that, they mean, hey, the bag that was that you got had your receipt stable to it. So according to Grubhub, according to the driver, whatever's in that bag was your order. And the driver, they said, hey, the driver can't check the... He's not allowed to inspect an order because it was sealed, and uh, I had two problems with that. Number one, you could see that Dr. Pep that we didn't get the Dr. Pepper that we ordered, and also the bag was ripped in like three places. So I'm calling BS on that, and I was like, all right, well, all they could do was refund the order, which was really disappointing, and I was just like, all right, well, so we got the Hershey pies and the fries for free and the Sprites, I guess. Um but, you know, just really disappointing all the way around because someone at Burger King put out the wrong order with our receipt on it, right? Put it, put the stuff in the bag that wasn't ours and stapled our receipt to it. So that's strike one. Number two, the driver didn't check to realize, hey, these sprites are not the Dr. Peppers they ordered. What the hell? Make sure this order's right. And then, you know, when it was all said and done, none, nobody could do anything for us to get our food. So we had to eat Elio's instead, which, I mean, it's not bad, but, you know, when you're looking forward to a double Whopper and you got to eat frozen pizza instead, it's a bit of a bummer. So, yeah, everybody screwed up on that one. Um, I don't know. I thought it was also weird. Like, the manager was like, yeah, I'm the only, it's a Saturday night, and I'm the only one who's over 18 working. Like, that seems like it's an issue, like it would be a problem. I don't know. I do not know. But, yeah, really disappointing. That's what brought this on. Um uh, so one time, yeah, I uh, there's going to be a coin there because I, I shared too many details in that story. So, But one time I was living with my mom. like This was like 20 years ago. We ordered pizza from a place that was in town, so not far. But uh, we were doing something during like while waiting for the food, like working on something with the house. I forget. Uh, so we ordered the pizza, and it took an hour and a half, and it was cold. And I was like, all right, well, yeah. And that's like the one time I left a really bad tip because it was Tuesday, it wasn't, I mean, I don't think that pizza place was super busy on Tuesdays. And yeah, he took an hour and a half and no, no, like, hey, sorry, I'm stuck. I got a bunch of orders. No, like, no heads up that like, hey, I'm running a little behind. Like, if that's the case, all right, I can understand that. But there was no contact at all. It was just, oh, we're just waiting for this food and it's cold by the time it gets here. So that sucks too. Um, I'm sure I have more, but uh, I've kept you long enough on this. But thank you everybody for weighing in. On the stuff, yes, here I am saying, hey, I talk too much on this show. <laughs> yeah, so it is, um, it's tricky, right? It's a tricky thing when you order food because you never know when the food is going to get there, if it's going to be hot and, I don't know, fresh relatively, or if it's going to be the right thing. So, Or if the driver's going to just take it. You don't know that either. So, yeah, it's a whole mess, and uh, I don't know what we can do about that. I don't know how we can fix the issue. I'm not really sure. I don't know. But again, I want to hear from drivers. I want to know uh, how tempted are you to steal the food that you get? Because I'm pretty sure you can deliver to yourself technically and get a little bit of kickback. Is that a thing that happens? Somebody let me know. All right? All right. 
Oh, boy. Uh, we got a little bit of sports for you. Not a lot. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not... All right. It's not technically sport things. These are two teams that have been looking to change their names recently, and I think those talks, those, that talk has uh, has amped up in the last couple of days, couple of weeks. So the Indians and the Redskins, they are seriously considering team names. Everyone, I think, knows the Redskins have been... Uh, People have been talking about that for a long time, but now uh, some real action has happened, right? Some real, um, maybe not action, that might be the wrong word, repercussions of not changing the name. The uh, the sponsor of their stadium, FedEx, sent a letter to the team like, hey, can you change your name from the Redskins, please, you racist piece of garbage? Uh, talking to the owner, Dan Snyder, who uh, for years has been adamant, like, nope, screw you, don't care, we're keeping the name, it doesn't matter, forget you. So now shareholders uh, with the team, they're upset. Nike has decided they are not going to feature Redskins merchandise until the name is changed. So I don't know, man. I think uh, it's time to change it. It's been time, right? Forget about what a jerk Dan Snyder is. Forget about all that stuff. Like they can change the name and not be about it, right? Right? I mean, come on. They're Washington, right? The D.C. Whatever. It could be the Washington Senators, the Generals, the Minutemen, the whatever. Uh, my buddy Judge Greg shared, uh, he's shared this before, they can keep the name and change the logo to a potato. So they're still the Redskins, but they're not, uh, you know, they're not offensive. I think that's great. I think it also helps that the Redskins haven't been that good in the last few years. So everybody's like, hey, the team sucks and also the name is racist, so change it, please. Thank you. So we'll see. Maybe this year will be, uh, I guess... Damn. I guess I got to think about when the league year begins, which I think it already has. So I don't know because I remember the only reason I bring this up is because I remember when Chad Johnson wanted to change his name to Chad Ochocinco and he couldn't do it until the following year because they had already printed all of his 85 Johnson jerseys. Right. So he would have had to buy all those back to have the other ones put on the shelves. So we had to wait a year. So I think that's what we might be in for. But I'm not sure how exactly it works, especially with the pandemic and who knows what's going to start when. So I don't know. What I'm saying is that it's going to take a lot to change the name logistically besides just saying, hey, we're the the Minutemen or the Generals or the whatevers now. Right. So that's a lot more into it to go into it than that. So um, I don't know if it's going to be immediate, but I think it should. And also the Cleveland Indians have decided, uh, well, I think they've been uh They've been going toward this for a long time. Like, they got rid of Chief Wahoo uh, like six years ago and went with just the Block C as their logo. Uh, and of course, people are mad about that. That's what I grew up with. All right. Who cares? It's fine. They're going to be fine. The team is going to be the same and it's going to be fine. Uh, they were many years ago the Cleveland Spiders, which I think is actually kind of badass. So I think that could work out really well. Um, like I said, the Indians have kind of been planting this seed for some time now. So. I would not be surprised to have this happen in the next year or two. And although we may run into the same thing, like the season is already kind of started. So they're not going to be, I, I don't think they will make a change this season because I don't think they can logistically. So, uh, I, but I think next year the Redskins and Indians will be no more. That's what I think. And the Braves are looking into it too. So uh, they may change their name as well. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I will say though, People are freaking out about uh, all kinds of stuff. There was a AAA team years ago. They were called the Las Vegas... Ah, crap. 
Hold on. I got to figure this out. All right. So there were the Las Vegas Stars, and they weren't doing well. They weren't selling T-shirts. They weren't bringing fans to the ballpark. So they changed their name in 2001 to the Las Vegas 51s. Their logo became a big alien head, and they went from the bottom of the merchandise uh, selling ranks to number one, and everybody bought their T-shirts and their hats and all that stuff because they changed their name to something awesome. Uh, They've since changed their name to the Aviators, which is actually kind of cool too. But the point is that a name change can be a good thing, and I think with the Indians and the Redskins respectively, uh, I think they're going to be okay. So relax, people. It's going to be fine. Your childhood is not ruined because they changed the name, just like it's not ruined by a remake. Um, There you go. So we may be looking at the Cleveland Spiders and the Washington, I don't know, Minutemen or Senators or Generals or I don't know what they could use, but there you go. So they're working on it, I guess. They're doing the thing with the stuff. and Or maybe they won't. Maybe this is all a ruse and they're not going to do anything. But I feel like they're actually going to do it. So there you go. There's your sports for now. Um, Oh, quick update on uh, not sports related, but AMC, they have pushed back their reopening because, uh, well, the virus is uh, not getting better. Well, the numbers aren't getting better, I should say. So they pushed back their soft reopening, I guess, of their 450 theaters to July 30th. They're hoping to have uh, 600 theaters open close to full operation by August sometime so good luck with that uh again i will be nowhere near the movie theaters anytime soon so have fun wear your mask wash your hands all that uh if you're gonna go okay all right i can't tell you to not do it because then you're just gonna want to do it but uh be careful all right all right so let's see oh yeah we've been watching oh well we did watch the floor is lava on netflix Uh, i heard a lot of people talk about it and finally we sat down And uh, we're like, all right, let's check it out. And we're really annoyed by every contestant on this show. And I get they got to play it up for TV, but they're all super annoying. But this show is super fun. Like, it's a lot. It's great. It's, you know, every kid played this game. No, 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 let me go back. Every kid invented the floor is lava, where you got to jump from, like, your chair to the couch to the other, to the table, to the other thing, to not touch the floor. But in this case, well, first of all, it's adults. And there's this weird substance, and I heard the uh, one of the creators, ah, what is her name? I can't remember what her name is. But she did an interview, and uh, they were like, hey, what is the lava made of? And he's like, oh, it's a proprietary substance, I can't tell you. So someone in a lab somewhere made this lava-like substance, and the best part is when somebody falls in, like, you don't see them again. Like, you see them after, so you know that they're okay, but in the moment, it's like, oh my god, they fell in lava, they're dead. And it is fantastic. Like, they got to jump off through tables and swing on ropes. And there's a, there was a big canoe that had monkey bars in it. And they had a big, oh, man, there were some secret passages or secret, like, hey, grab this and it will help you. Or press this button. It makes things worse. And, oh, my God, it's so fun. Uh, it is on Netflix. The first season, it's uh, 10 episodes or about a half hour each. So you can blow through them pretty quickly. Uh, but it's really fun. So, yeah, The Floor is Lava. It's so good. Uh, It is so fun. I don't know if they're going to get a second season. I hope they do. And I hope that if you are willing and able, that you can go try out and be on the show. That'd be a lot of fun, right? Of course it would. Yes, go be on Flores Lava Season 2. I don't know where you can do that, but whenever you can, give it a try. All right? All right. 
Oh, boy. Uh, anything else I got to tell you before we get to the song? No, I don't think so, because the other stuff will be after. I'll do the network stuff. I got a fun fact, and I think one other thing. All right, all right. So today, our song comes from our friends, a new song from the Band of Heathens. They have a new album coming out September 25. It is called Stranger, and I saw them post about this song, like, hey, our new song's out. came out, I don't know, a week ago or something. Um, so I figured, all right, let's check this out, and I liked it. And uh, I, I saw a comment on their Facebook page that was like, ugh, more political stuff. I don't need that in my feed. And if a song makes an idiot on the internet act like that, I got to play it. And then I heard the song. I was like, yep, this is good. I'm doing it. So uh, our friends, bandofheathens.com, I believe, is their website. But that'll be all in the show notes. Uh, I know they're on Twitter at Band of Heathens. So do the thing over there. Um, yeah, again, all that stuff will be in the show notes. Uh, pre-order their new album now stranger it is out september 25 this song is called today is our last tomorrow the band of heathens here inside the melting pat on the next level network
And there you have it, our friends, the Band of Heathens, with their latest. Today is our last. Tomorrow, their new album, Stranger, drops on September 25. There you go, a little flat, but there it is, the Melting Path at X-Level Network. <laughs> is it me, or is it a little Beatles vibe to that song? A little bit, right? Maybe? I don't know. Mom, weigh in. Let me know if I'm way off base on that one. So there you go. Band of Heathens, thank you so much for the tune. Uh, go do the stuff and the things. Get the thing. You know what it, You know what to do. I told you already. All right? All right. Oh, man, that was fun. There you go. All right. So I have uh, two more things to tell you about, and then we'll be on our way. So I learned the other day, I heard this on the radio, that Stanley Kubrick destroyed most of the props from the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey so they wouldn't be used in other movies without his authorization. And I thought, man, that's, I mean, it seems a little petty, right? But it also seems kind of awesome. Like, here was this iconic thing, like a spacesuit. Like, here's this thing that I created for this movie, and I don't want it to be stuck in a prop house somewhere. And then somebody 20 years from now goes, hey, we're doing a space scene. Let's use this from 2001. People are like, oh, my God. That's the spacesuit from 2001, because I'm willing to bet that uh, good old Stan the Man there would not have signed off on that, right? He wouldn't be like, yeah, go ahead, use my thing, sully its good name or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if that does anything for you. Maybe you already knew that. I did not. Uh, so I figured I would share it with you, a fun fact, a real one, not the ones that I made up early on in the show. Although, to be fair, I didn't make those up, but they had nothing to do with anything. And this is a thing about... I don't know, movies and Stanley Kubrick. So is it Kubrick or Kubrick? I don't know. I don't know how to read, and it's fine. So there you go. So if you're looking to get some memorabilia from 2001 A Space Odyssey, I guess all I can tell you is um, good luck if there's still some left. All right? So there you go. I just thought that was interesting, and I wanted to share it with you. Uh, also today, no, I'm sorry, yesterday, uh, Mike Shinoda from, uh, from Lincoln Park, you know the one, he, uh, he released a new album called Dropped Frames Volume 1, and it's made up of instrumentals that he made during his uh, Twitch live streams. So he would just make music with fans listening, watching, and uh, he'd be like, all right, let's do this, let's do this. And he turned it into an album. So I think that's pretty awesome. In fact, the one song that has lyrics, it's called Open Door, and it features some backing vocals, harmonies, and all that from seven fans so i think that's awesome like he he put out like hey i'm making this song uh sing it along with me and i'll put you on the track if it fits if i like it whatever so i think that's kind of awesome uh did they get paid for that i wonder that's that's what i'd like to know uh but it sounds really great and he actually the other day did a live stream where he went through how he put that song together so that's uh it's available now so do the thing with the stuff uh, and also, fun fact, some of the tracks on there have been whitelisted by Twitch so other people, like me, could use them in their streams without getting, I don't know, sued or taken down. So I think that's awesome. I wonder if that extends to me playing it on the show. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to find out and see what happens. But if you're interested, there's some music news. Uh, Mike Shinoda released a new album, uh, Dropped Frames, Volume 1. It is available now. So that's two music things that you need to know, that you know now. Uh, Band of Heathens, September 25, their new album, Stranger, comes out. And uh, Mike Shinoda, it is uh, his new album, 
Dropped Frames, Volume 1. So there you go. We're back into that guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I saw it. I thought it was interesting. And uh, I share. I will share it with you. All right? So there you go. That's about all I got for you today. Um, I'm going to go... I don't know what I'm going to do. You heard a coin in there somewhere because I... Uh, I'm having a really hard time today. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know why I can't uh, get these words out in, in the proper way, but uh, there you go. So, thenextlevelnetwork.com. That is where you find all of our lovely shows, like The Spotlight. And Pete Mitchell returned for, I believe, the third time on The Spotlight. So, there you go. Check that one out. TFD Nerdcast. You know the drill. They're all up there doing the thing. What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero. Uh, Panels with Pixels. I believe they are still on Snowpiercer. And uh, you know all the things. So go follow all those shows and subscribe and do all that stuff so you never miss what is going on. Follow the network on Facebook as well, The Next Level Podcast Network. Do the thing over there. Again, I'm everywhere at the Meltic Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. Do the stuff with the things. Oh, forgot to mention, short-lived show show. We are back. We recorded two episodes the other day, so one of them, um, episode... 11 of Mission Hill, that is out for you. That came out on Wednesday. Next Wednesday will be episode 12. And maybe, fingers crossed, we will have Bill Oakley on for the finale at some point. Uh, Bill Oakley created Mission Hill. That's the show that we're on. So we tried. We're working on it. Uh, <laughs> by we tried, I mean I sent him an awkward email. So, <laughs> so we shall see. Um, I'll be sure to let you know about that. If it happens. All right. 209-867-7638. Leave me a voicemail. Send a text for your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and corrections. All right. Do the stuff with the things. You can also drop me an email at tmpfanmail at gmail.com. That's TMP as in the Melting Pat. Do the thing over there. All right. We good? I hope so because my mouth is really dry. So I'm going to go uh, drink a jug of water. And uh, we're going to have a good time doing stuff. All right. Next week, what is happening? I have maybe an interview, maybe an interview. I don't know yet. Um, I'm trying to schedule some things. So we shall see what happens in the meantime. Do all the stuff. You know the drill. This has been an 8 Bullion production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. G Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them and that my friends is our show i love you thank you so much for listening you've been inside the melting pad on the next level network go crap open a cold one yo could i get a cold beverage i need some leverage a sweaty outside and lemonade would be nice of a fight from the top to a bk got a vodka a drink but girls got the bait on the front board i got some ice if you like a taste of tea then come along with me summertime is steaming don't give me no bugs Glass some ice and a dash of a
gets free. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. He's something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Cause I'm feeling kind of party. One thing clear, the bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice, didn't even get a bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball, so very decorous and a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the cool aid kid. Will you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge? Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh huh, I'm kinda thirsty. Yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage. 